Favored is an independent podcast. Each week we hear stories from the food lovers, misfits, and wanderers that make this community one of the best places to eat and drink. To support us, please visit www.patreon.com slash heardthepodcast. I'm Sarah Matthew. I'm here with Ryan Pettinger, my dear friend, my crush, my love. Oh, she's, she's too sweet to me because every time I've we I've just start missed off, you. I've just missed you. <laughs> right. You, you pined for me? I've pined. You I've pined, pined for me? Is that what I've you, pined. That's what I've my, yep, my insomnia. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, the, our partner in crime when, when it comes to anxiety. You know, there really are days, though, where I, I know that I haven't seen you or talked to you in a while um, for a variety of different reasons, mostly because just time and busy. Yeah, and, yep. and then it gets a little weird for me. Yeah, yeah. I agree with you, too. Yes. It, I mean, service industry-wise, um, you know, you always end up, every the time moves so different. But yes. um, Jess, we have Jess with us from, uh, from the Elbow Room, who is yes. also a dear Hello. friend of mine. Thank you for, for coming on today. Thank you for asking. Yeah, yeah. of course, of course. Um, so we'll start off with the usual question that we ask a lot of people. So how did you get your uh, start in the service industry? Oh, goodness. Uh, well, live in Wisconsin, so bars are always a part of your life. <laughs> and From when you come out, right? Yeah, I know. Yes. It just, it's automatic. Yep. <laughs> yep. Um, and I started cocktail waitressing and bartending. So, um, cocktail waitressing at Tijuana Taxi Club. Oh. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yes. yeah. <laughs> Such yes. a. <laughs> I am. Do you I remember am, that? I no, I don't. But I want you to know, I'm instantly jealous <laughs> <laughs> because I feel like that's a place that if if it is still there, I need. Are they hiring? Oh, no. yeah. Because what a cool. I have this. I have this weird. Um, my mother was a cocktail waitress mm-hmm. um, out in Honolulu, um, in. Like the 1960s, 1970s, like she sold cigarellos on her tray, <laughs> like oh, that really? kind of cocktail waitress where, you know, it was. And so, and I always looking at pictures and, and just thinking like I was born in the wrong generation. Yeah. That, um, yeah. I just think that that had that. to have been one of the coolest jobs. Well, I wholeheartedly believe that. Especially location wise. Yes. Right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You're, you're the cocktail waitressing yes. in, in Honolulu. Yeah, like. I just think I, I, I just wish that was something, you know, because by the time I was old enough to serve and bartend, it was just, you were just a server or a bartender. There wasn't this cool vibe about it there, well, it goes yeah. when you say like now if you ask somebody you go so like what where's your start and you're like oh i'm a well i'm a server at so and so for whatever reason cocktail waitress will always just sound yes what uh, just badass so, like a, 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 a eclectic and, yes. and uh and and b it just uh, it has a ring to it well it's yeah. like old vegas like old las vegas right like who doesn't who wouldn't want us to spend time for a minute and go back to old las vegas like that would be amazing. That would be super cool. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm yep. not trying to end up yeah. in the desert somewhere, <laughs> so I mean, the ideas. Yeah. Fun, I'd go for a day. Yeah. Yep. I just I would love to see like in the days of true cocktail waitressing and true. I'd love to see. I I I love that. I'm not sure if mine is as classy <laughs> as your mom's. Do you, do you want to oh no, hers um, was not classy. To, we had no. to we had to learn the. I mean, we had to do the dances. God. So oh, the really? macarena. Yes. Oh, wow. oh yeah. So as soon as that song, as soon as that song came on, you had to uh, all of us stop what you're doing. Yep, stop what you're doing. 
we all had to do it. Yep. Uh, that was back in the day when redheaded sluts were mm-hmm. the popular oh, yep, yep. shot yep. to take. Yep. Oh, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. People still drink those occasionally. but it's, I it, do they can't remember the last no. time I made one of those. Really? Honestly. And, like, last week, we, I, I, it actually came up. I'm like... <laughs> Because all the new ones, and they changed yeah. the name of yeah. the old. I'm like, that's not what it's called. Yeah. 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 You're like, like oh, okay, you're I am really old. You're like, well, yeah, well, the worst part is, too, you get those people who go, I want a so-and-so. You're like, a green-eyed monster. And I yeah. go, what, what is it? What What's is in it? it? And they go, I don't know. And then. I don't, then, I don't know. I don't know. I love it when people ask right. me that. And then yeah. I go, okay, well, then. So then, like, I'll do the, like, the classic bartender move, which we're lucky to have now. Um, with with our phones is yep. you, you do that like well, I got to run the back quick and like, you look <laughs> it up you look it up and you go oh you meant uh, I go don't don't yeah. be doing that changing the name for no so, reason I know I know <laughs> and, and let alone not knowing what you're ordering right. I, like that's just that's just you better be freshly twenty one if you're pulling that move on me otherwise you're gonna hear about it the whole time mm-hmm. um, but yeah Tijuana Taxi that, that's a throwback and then I was. Do was Dodge. Gecko's part of that, or was that after? Do Dodge. Uh, Gecko, yeah, it was after. Okay. It was after. Yep, and then you you said then Do Dodge? Yeah, do Dodge. Oh, Do Dodge still around. Yep, yep. that's still around. Um, but, yeah, I worked for Norm. Uh, <laughs> back when I worked for Do Dodge, they, had, they didn't have a phone behind the bar. It was a red pay phone that was on the other side <laughs> of the bar. Really? So if you had to call the 911... Yeah, jump the bar <laughs> to get over. So you were jumping the bar, you know, no matter what. Yeah, it was a little rough back then. I don't, I don't think it is anymore. But it yeah. was, it was a little rough back then. Yeah, I mean, now it's you know, do dodge is the is the quintessential place to go early because they early open morning. up early and they and you know with with having quite a few pool tables. Yep. Uh, yeah. Between the pool tables and gambling, that's usually the. We're going to go there because they open, I think they still open at what, six? Six o'clock, yeah. Yeah, and then people yeah. would go to like, sit, like you know, all the breakfast events open up at like seven. Mm-hmm. So oh, and then you got the night crew that gets done. With yeah, I was going to yep. say that's so always a place that's yeah. an option for Yeah, and they were a lot the like, like Hilltop was before, where they were grand, uh, grandfathered in on cashing payroll checks. Yep. And yep. Then, oh, yeah. yeah. Yep, and then, we, I mean, once, how everything's gone, I mean, we, we you know, banks put the kibosh on that for. For reasons for which are good on both sides, because if a bar cashes a payroll check and everything is frozen up on you, you you pay them out and you go to turn that check in, and they go, we, sorry, we can't take that. You know, your bar is going to be out, you know, three hundred dollars. Yeah. And then it just became a became too big of an issue. But yeah, I think between Hilltop and Dodge, we were like the last stand of cashing checks like that. Well, uh, back, so I currently work at Elbow Room, but I used to. Back when um, Don Amundsen owned it, and um, we would cash the checks because Uniroyal was still going on. Yeah. Yep. 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 Same with Hill. And yep. it was, yep, I, um, the manager, uh, Hippo, would be bartending, and I would come in just for so one of us could be cashing mm-hmm. checks because at time of release, oh, everybody sure. would be coming over. Yeah. 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 We used to yeah. have a line up the, no pun intended, a line up the hill. <laughs> um, I've seen some photos from that. That pun head. was very much intended. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, 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 don't give me that much credit. I'm not that clever, am I? No, uh, but, uh, but it's crazy to think about because I've seen a picture 
from back at kind of Unirail's heyday because they would put a uh, – that we actually had a – a uh, big old separate safe lockbox, and someone would sit at a table. People would file in one end, file out the other if you didn't stay for a drink. But yeah, we would, you know, they, well, we were the two up. places. Could you camp. imagine yeah. though? I mean, I I think about so. I used to be based in Banbury, and um, I fed a lot of API. I I just think about how many API workers go across the street, um, only because I know how many elbow room drink tickets um, <laughs> would show up on the counter <laughs> and in the kitchen there. Um, and, and so that is, that was my introduction to the elbow room because I was like, wow, there's this super cool place that all these cool people that I'm meeting in API go to. And so that's how I eventually started wandering into elbow room. But I, I just think about if you guys still did that today, even with the amount of people that go through API on a daily basis, you, it would be packed. Oh yeah, most yeah. definitely. Cause they still, I mean, we get a lot of customers that come, yeah. I mean, you know, a lot of our customers do work over there. Yeah. Um, there's some that work the nights that they don't come in and, and I know like they're going to be wandering in about 10 to 30. <laughs> so, yeah. you know, and it's, it's good and it's really neat. Um, but yeah, I mean, yeah, you can set your clock yeah. by it on, on yeah. and that's that's from somebody who you know, I mean in the last couple of years I've I've started going there more uh, mainly because I, I you know I live even closer to my work and there you know which means I'm closer to Elbow as well. Yep. And um, yeah, yeah, I can walk in and be like like if it's say three thirty. You know, four o'clock. I could walk in, and, and there are six people I know that are gonna be there. Right. Yeah, Mitch. Yeah. I mean, and nothing wrong with that, but I, but you you know that that's an after, uh, you know, after work. Uh, like well, like Johnny. Johnny. Yep. Yeah, yep. yeah. Yeah. He comes up to Hill and Elbow all the time, and yep. I know his schedule, so I know, you know, if he doesn't come in, it's because something else. Yeah, something went wrong. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you do. You do start. You wonder about some people if you go there and you're working your shift and it's like day two shift and you haven't seen somebody and yeah. you're mm-hmm. like, oh, um, okay. And then yep. you start asking. You're like, what's going on with so and so? Yeah. Like, because now you're worried because you're like, okay, this is normal and <laughs> this is not normal. Yep. Them not being yep. there. Yeah. Yep, Are they doing okay? You yep. see yeah. them at work? Yep. <laughs> yeah. That's something, that's something, Have you heard uh, from them? Yep. <laughs> that's something. Uh, Nestor taught me actually was uh, it was like the first first uh, person I ever worked for, and God rest her soul, wonderful woman. She uh, she would like if she knew where somebody lived, especially you know once again it comes mm-hmm. with the neighborhood bar thing. Um, if we were worried about somebody or we go man they've been looking a little rough, and then yep. all of a sudden you don't see them for four or five days. Mm-hmm. You know there is once or twice, and I won't name names who it was. Um, a great individual, but Nutty was very worried about him. And you know, I remember coming into work, and it was probably still my first year there. And she's like, she's like, hey, we're locking the locking the doors for an hour because we were just about to open. She goes, uh, or we're gonna open an hour later, but come in. And we had to go over. We went over to his house mm-hmm. and went in to basically do a, do our own welfare check. Welfare yep. check, yeah. Um, and turns out, you know, he, he had been. I mean, he was rough, but something had happened with his family. He was no, he was sick. Uh, but we're like, don't do that to us, man, yep. because we would see them all the time. And we got like where she goes, hey, this is, you know, she kind of instilled that, um, A, it's a good quality, but B, she kind of made me feel like it's uh, part of our obligation. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're serving people like that, you know them to not ignore 
things like that. Yeah. And, and, and for your, for your own sake, you go, man, I'm like, I'm worried about it. I see him all the time. Even if you're not super close, you know, you don't hang out outside the bar or whatever, you know them. They're, you know, somebody you generally care about. Oh, exactly. Know? But, yeah. uh, but yeah, so that's the, you know, once again, we always refer to it, the difference between like neighborhood bars and, and, uh, you know, mm-hmm. big chains where you're a yep. number is, is we, we pay it. We see that we pay attention yes. to that. Uh, and there's responsibility that comes with that on your shoulders because sometimes it sucks because mm-hmm. you're right. like, yeah, you can't help but think about it because yeah. it, you know, as much it as goes you, home with you. Yeah. As much mm-hmm. as you are a yeah. part of uh, their day, they are a part of yours. Yep. So it throws your day off when you start going, oh, okay. Like you're worrying me, but yep. you don't have their number. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yep. Like you can't, yep. uh, you, you're just, so you're just sitting there stewing. Yeah. Yep. But, but uh, yeah. So where did you end up uh, going at like? directly after uh do dodge oh goodness oh shoot i'm trying to remember (laughs) it's been it's been so long so do dodge oh i ended up going and working for amy um at diamond lounge oh Oh, yeah back in the day when battle and barrel was there yep yep (laughs) um and you had the the pink uh bubbles (laughs) bubbles <laughs> yeah <laughs> everybody's like oh so you work there when you're a surfer i'm like i'm not that old i mean i am old not that old yet because <laughs> yeah, um, they used to be to- uh, t- the only like topless joint right? yeah, yeah yeah and they still had the stage in the front yeah. um but yeah i worked uh at diamond lounge for quite a while well no prior to that i did work at um at uh wagner's when it was 66, 66 and a half lanes, yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. That was that was a lot of fun. Lot. I was cocktail waitress there and bartender there. Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah I, heard, I heard some crazy stories about the half side of that. Oh, there's a lot of them we can't talk about. Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I feel like that place is just an institution as well. Yeah, yeah. It is. Yeah, it yeah. is. Yeah, yeah. Because a lot of them, so when they sold, a lot of us went to Wagner's West. Got it. And the bands went over there. And we still had a whole bunch of people, but I mean, back then you had a lot, a lot of bars that had bands. Mm-hmm. Um, what was the one on Claremont? Uh, uh, oh, even I know that. Uh, yeah, uh, I know. Now yeah, I can yeah, see yeah, it. Yeah, I can I, see I, it. Yeah, There's yeah, somebody we're, we're listening the right round, now, yelling the in their car. Yeah, right, go ahead. <laughs> nobody can see this, but we're all looking at each other. <laughs> we all know it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, yep. I'll ask you another thing. Yeah. Uh, what? Give me a. Uh, Give me one of your crazier. O'Leary's. O'Leary's. Thank you. Sorry. Yeah. It was that was going to eat nuts. up the next hey, 30 we, minutes. We, yeah, we got it. We got it. How many service industry members does it take to remember a name? Uh, but yes, O'Leary's. Uh, yeah. And that was it. And they still did bands pretty much right up until they closed. Yep. But, yep. Yep. But uh, yeah, what would be one of your crazier uh, that sticks out in your head bar stories from when you were working? Yeah. Um, that 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 sticks out in one way or another. This is a uh, free space to speak to. Yeah. We always tell people, do not. Yeah, don't. There's no. Holding there's back. no holding back. This, this is it. this is this is for for the service industry more more than anybody else. So. Okay, so I think the craziest is just going back to the doododge, where I didn't have a phone behind the bar. Yeah. <laughs> and I did have to jump over the bar yeah. to call nine one one because I was, I was still really new. Like sure. I was, 
bartending still- by myself. I was 18. Sure. I mean, you can bartend when you're 18. And, and um, bar stools were like the, the weapon that was being used. Yep. And I was a little girl. And I had to jump over and call 911 and jump back over at the other side of the oh, bar. Shout out, to, shout out to uh, Buffalo Luke there because he, he, all, he also uh, he shared this, his story about uh, chairs being thrown at him and him yep. having to throw yeah. people everywhere. Um, yep. well, but, and it's like, what, what are you going to do? <laughs> I think yeah. I was like 98 pounds. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's yeah like there was full grown men. That there, there was a yep. time uh, Nestor told me that she, uh, well, two things. The first one was she had some at, at our at our bar. There's an, an open space to go from the you know the patron side to the bar side, and we used to have the fold down, mm-hmm. uh, which isn't there anymore. But the phone was underneath there on the side, and she had some people come in. I don't know if it was early 90s or late 80s, uh, come in and we're going to, like, she was by herself, like, rob the place. Mm-hmm. Um, and she goes, next thing I knew, like, she goes, I went for that phone. Next thing I knew, I, she goes, I woke up and I was, like, underneath one of the, poker, like, laying beneath one of the poker machines. Sure. And she just went, she's like, well, you know, I could only do what I could do. I was by myself. Mm-hmm. And then I go, yeah. She goes, yeah, I learned something. She goes, uh, a little bit later. Timeline wise, one of their regulars back when you could still like sell matches and people smoking bars yep. was flicking at bar clothes, flicking ma- lit matches at her because oh. he was drunk and she's trying to be like, hey, get out, get out. And I, I believe at the time she, uh, yeah, she took took one of the uh, the old uh, bar bats and was like, hey, it's time to go. And, and Eddie was not a very tall or large lady. Um, no. Um, but, and, you know, this guy was a right, she, she kept warning him, kept warning him, kept warning him, and finally she cracked him right in the yep, ribs. And, uh, and to speak to her credit, two days later, that guy came in wrapped up and apologized to her. Nice. You know, where, where I go, yeah, that's, I go, those are those stories too where you're like, people are like, yeah, don't put that in writing back then. But, you know, it was, uh, like you said, if you were by yourself, there are very few bars where you work alone by yourself. At Hill, we're by ourselves all the time unless there's yep. an event. I yep. mean, you do. You're never by yourself with a lot of the patrons who who know you. The regulars, right? Yeah, yeah but if you but you truly are at the end of the night. Oh, alone, exactly. Alone, oh, sure. and you're and you're walking out. Uh, you're walking out of a bar, and we're, like we're a cash bar. So mm-hmm. for us, I mean, people have done crazier things for a lot yep. less. Um, which is why I've always told any of the girls that work up there, who are you know basically like my little sisters. I go, hey, if you're ever worried about, you know, somebody mm-hmm. kind of weirds you out, you get an odd vibe from them, I go, I'm three minutes away. Mm-hmm. I don't care if I Give come up call. there in my pajamas. You know, like, yeah. I'll, I'll, yep. walk, I'll walk up because it's a parking lot. And, yep. you know, the, it is, that's, the, that's the opposite side of a neighborhood bar, for better or for worse, is you do have, a, a, you know, you, you know who's not a regular. Yeah. Oh, yeah. they definitely stick out. I mean, you want everybody to feel welcome. But if you still get people that will come in and make you uncomfortable. Oh, right like off the, the bat. Just the vibe is definitely the different. Off. Yep, yep. Yeah. And you can't pinpoint it. They didn't actually technically do anything wrong to you, but, but there's you, that vibe. But you're, wait, you're waiting. You you're know, waiting. You're, uh, uh, and you're like, uh, 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 it's just not right. And one cool thing about having regulars is, um, and a couple of times, they – I. I've taken advantage of having a regular where they'll stick around mm-hmm. and they'll wait mm-hmm. because you you kind of pull them aside and be like, okay, 
this person? Do you know this person? Have you ever seen this person? Yep. They're kind of creeping me out. I'm like feeling uncomfortable. Yep. And it takes a lot being in the business for so long. It takes a lot for like you, I'm sure, <clears throat> to feel uncomfortable. Yes. And so when you actually do, you're like, okay, this oh, creeps yeah. me out. Well, oh, and yeah. your experience gives you that ability to mm-hmm. have that internal feeling where like, you know I've been doing this long enough to know that this should make me feel uncomfortable and you can trust it. Yeah. And so yep. when it does yep. happen, you know you can trust it because this is nothing new. This is you know you yeah, know what's if, okay and what's not. If yeah. you were going to bet, it comes down to the fact where you go, oh, I know characteristics. Yep. There and it sounds it sounds callous, but it's also a uh, call it defense mechanism of the fact that there are people that have locked in and I'll tell anybody this who asks me, I go, oh, I just, I go, just give me a reason. Yep. I go, I go, cause I'm, I'm waiting to, and you know, sure shit. There, there it Something is. Happens. Yep, the first five minutes. And there are people that have walked in where I go, nope. Mm-hmm. And they go, what do you mean? I haven't done anything. I go, right to refuse service, man. I go, you're not, you're not worth the risk right now. Yep. And you're like, I go, I'm just getting an odd pull from you. Mm-hmm. I, you know, try again tomorrow, head down the road. But if I see them, and Elbow Room knows this as well as does the wigwam, um, depending <laughs> on which direct, no, which direction they walk out the door, I'm calling. I'm call. Mm-hmm. If I see them walking down the hill, I go. I know they're heading that way. I'll call the Elbow Room and yep. be like, "Hey, this is what this person looks like." I go, "Just whether whether they'd already done something right. or they were just off." I'd be like, "Don't." like just do what you want to do at your own bar but you're like but no joke heads up and and vice versa you know we have that kind of little uh, game well you and i have texted each other yes that's that's like hey somebody just left same with genie same with with genie who works uh she's working day shift today at elbow i believe yep but uh yeah she's a she she's a tough bird about it too she doesn't uh she doesn't doesn't take no crap at all whatsoever no and she's such a sweetheart though but her but her demeanor is she's right off the cusp there there are a couple rules with her a, don't ask for shake a day. If it's busy, if it's busy, no, don't no, ask. no. She'll get to you when she gets to you on that. Yeah. And, yeah. and B, if she's got to walk the whole length of that bar, and 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 you don't, uh, it, you know, say she, she has to go down and grab a beer, and the bottle for the shot you want is down on the same side, and she walks all the way back, and then you ask for the shot. She's not really mad about it, but her demeanor is she's going to make you feel. She's going to call you out in front of everybody else for being like, "Why wouldn't you tell me this when I was already down there?" You could have uh, yelled but, it to me down there. Yeah, but she t- but she tells the line on that. But that also comes from the experience side of you give somebody an yep. inch, they'll they won't take a mile; they'll take the whole state if you let them. Unfortunately, oh, absolutely. I find it so interesting um, how similar bartenders are with nurses yeah. and physicians. I'm telling you guys, you, you tell stories like this, and, and I, I will say it. God, I apologize to anyone who ever had me as a bartender. Um, I have my bartender license because they just give them to anyone who will pay for it and take <laughs> hey, the don't, online Don't cheapen class. us. Don't cheapen our professional. They just will. Man. It's the city, and I'm yeah, not afraid she, to say it. They will just, just going, take don't that worry. money. Oh, so we're a dime a dozen, huh? But... <laughs> It's, it's, you guys tell stories like, Hey, you know, I'm, I'm going to, if I know someone walking out this way, I'm telling you, if you ask any ER nurse, any ER physician in this city, if somebody who 
rubbed us the wrong way, who doesn't, who did something, didn't do something, gave us the wrong vibe. If they say to us, I'm leaving and I'm going to Marshfield, I'm leaving here, I'm going to Mayo. We are calling. Yeah. Hey, heads up. <laughs> this <laughs> is what we just had happen. <laughs> and they said they're coming to you. <laughs> so have fun. So, <laughs> ha- so we're just, here's a courtesy call. And, and I'll tell you, when I get those calls, when, when I make those calls, it's always very much appreciated and reciprocated because, but same thing, we deal with the same type of people. Oh, <laughs> yeah. oh yeah. No, yeah. We're, you know, we're, we're babysitters. We are, um, we are upper and downer distributors. <laughs> we are. Yes. I mean, yeah. we, we all do the same thing. And so, you know, I, I and again, I've been the, again, I'm so sorry to all the customers. I've been the lone, alone bartending as well, but thank God I just inherently worked somewhere that wasn't very busy. Right. And so me being the only bartender, like I, you know, I can certainly pour enough spotted cow to get me through the night yeah, um, yeah. successfully. But I thinking about being even younger and being a female and being the only bartender uh, in, in a, a place that could potentially get a little wild to me just seems, I think about my child yeah. <laughs> who's 21 um, being the lone bartender somewhere like that. And I just think, oh my gosh, she probably would be able to hold her own. She was probably about as big as you. Yeah. And, but thinking like, and then she has to hop over the bar to then call, to then that get help, to then, then hop back over yeah. the bar to get protection from what was going on outside yeah. of the bar. Just a lot of hopping, like a lot of acrobats that's also. The, that, that's <laughs> so and looking back, I'm just like, <laughs> I mean, it really was not safe. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's the, uh, that's, that's the uh, fine line too, where people go uh, like, you know, there's a reason that bartenders are not servers and hosts. I mean, we've all worked in different variations of the service industry. I've done mm-hmm. everything from being a dishwasher to, you know, opening doors, but I know what I'm built for. Mm-hmm. And what comes with that too, though, is the fact that you have people that'll be like, oh, you kind of be mean or You're whatever dick, i go ryan yeah <laughs> yeah but here's, yeah. The thing, here's the thing i would uh i i have a pardon my french but i have a credo it's better to be an honest asshole than a lying gentleman yeah and absolutely. i go i would rather i would rather be the firecracker with the short fuse that your parents tell you to not try and light and throw and take care of people and every once in a while have somebody be oh man like you kind of like you're on fire tonight about yep. it then, then to be a pushover for a fifty cent tip, and have to oh, lo- and have to worry, and not set an example for other people. Because there are bartenders where I go, I was surprised that they toughen up and proud that they toughen up. Where I go, I don't know if you can work in a like you know the service industry on this, and I call it on this level because I think it is a higher level having to work in a neighborhood bar and be by yourself because you got to do everything absolutely so you got to take care of everybody yourself especially and you're a counselor too what yeah oh yeah i mean you are yeah. it just yeah, and you a, have to know you yeah, have to know yeah, it all yeah you have to you have to know it all you have to be able to serve the 21 year old college student who's been drinking for 10 minutes um who calls things crazy names but then at the same time you also have to know what frank drinks Every yep. night who's because been for who's been years. there for 45 years. <laughs> yeah. And you also have to make sure. I mean, that's the one thing. Um, I remember working in a bar in this area um, where there were a lot of regulars, but then there were also a lot of 
not regulars. And um, to be a new bartender and to not acknowledge that Frank at the end of the bar was getting, he wants his next Mil- old Milwaukee when he's got this much left. Yeah, right. And he's so used to getting it when there's this much left that when I leave it to hardly anything left, he's like, what's going on? What is happening? Where's my drink? Yes. <laughs> Whereas yeah. a much more seasoned bartender who works by themselves, he would have had that beer. I mean, right. they would have been making their green eyed monsters and, yeah. and Frank would have had his beer they a call, sip before he needed it. They <laughs> like, call that the, the seasoned ice effect, the, which, yes. which, uh, which Jess is very familiar with. Yes. Too, where people are like, don't dump my glass. There's still booze in there. I go, in the ice? And yeah, it's and still, in, go, in the ice. Go, uh, the ice okay. has sucked it off. No, yeah. and, 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 and people are like, like and it's always some grumpy old dude, oh, yes. without fail, who's just like, you poured my glass out? And yep. I'm like, yep. like yeah, because that's how, like, I'm giving you a freshie for it. He'd be like, don't ever do that. Or, um, and I know you're familiar with this just as well, um, people who, like, uh, wow, probably first time his name has ever been mentioned over the airwaves about uh, Donnie Cecilak. You don't take his quarters. No. No, oh. no. He'll, you'll hear it. You'll hear it. And, yeah. it. and I learned that a long time ago when he would, uh, like, push something forward. I go, well, you have $2 and quarters here. All the, like, I was going to switch it out for him. Yeah. He's like. Don't touch that. You could take. I'd rather have you take my ten dollars than take my quarters. And, and it's not because he uses them for anything other than he saves them. Sure. And yeah. he never turns them in because he's old like that. Yeah. He's just. It's gonna be one of those guys who has a million of them by, you know, by the time he buries them in his backyard somewhere. Yep. But, yep. And I and people like that. That's like to this day. I'm like, do you save your quarters or not? Like if they yep. have quarters, they change. <laughs> oh, I learned. And I'm like. <laughs> Do you save your quarters or not? Because I won't touch them. Yep. One of my dear friends, who's no longer with us, Heidi. She, oh, yes. She do not take her quarters. And she would, <laughs> that's kind of how she counted how many drinks she had to. Oh, sure. So she would stack them. So I'd purposely knock over her stack all the time. Yep. And just <laughs> mess with her. <laughs> um, but, and, and she did. She, she saved all of her quarters. And so I've just been accustomed. I never... I always ask, do you keep your quarters? Right. And I'm still and I'm still glad I got to work her celebration of life. Yes. You know? Oh, absolutely. Which, I which brought you and I closer for, yeah. for sure. I mean, we had sure. already known each other, but I was very honored that you had asked me to work that. Um, and, I mean, not, not to uh, obviously end on a seller, no, but you as a wonderful person who I get absolutely. to meet, meet a couple of times. But, I, you know, that's something I, I also love about the, the uh, neighborhood bar situation is we, we all have – Lost a lot, but uh, yeah, it's bittersweet because, we, because we've got to uh, we've got to work for a lot of other other people's grief in the industry, Absolutely. which makes it fa- which creates an even stronger bond with things. We you create go, a family. Hey, yes, yeah. It, 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 call it not even as well extended family in a different way. Correct. Connected where you can you know it's like those friends that you can't if you don't see them for three months or three years. You guys have shared some pretty intimate mm-hmm. things. But uh, on that note, um, we're going to wrap it up here. But, Jess, right. I wanted to, uh, I really wanted to thank you for coming on. And, you know, of course, you shout, out to, shout out to the Elbow Room. And, uh, Absolutely. Sarah. Yes. If you as, haven't been, you got to go. Yeah, Even yeah. I've been. So if you yeah, haven't been, there's no yeah, excuse. Any time. There's been no pr- excuse. Pretty cool. And Sarah, thanks once again thank for being you. my Thank you. It's so uh, nice to meet you. Thank you so much. Yep. And thanks for listening, guys.